All right. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. There we go. All right. All right. We're in this thing. Go ahead and introduce well, the show. Well, what's going on, everybody? Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. Here with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? Nothing much, man. Glad, glad I can get this thing working. I've been having some technical difficulties. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. But we're here, and I'm happy to be here, man. Yeah, same, same, man. I was, uh, you know, happy to finally get back here on the show. I know I've been, what, been two weeks. I've just oh been busy God. for the last uh, few weeks, but it's been dealing with fight camp. So definitely uh, been uh, doing a lot of work in that. Been uh, definitely staying active, staying in shape, getting in the best shape possible. And uh, I'm feeling really good, man. I'm I'm actually really confident. I'm excited for this upcoming fight. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm just ready to fight now. You know, a lot of people don't understand uh to be in back-to-back fight camps is uh pretty taxing on the body because <laughs> uh you know that's eight weeks from the before the nashville fight then another eight weeks up to this fight so um i know a lot of people are like well you, you know your fights don't go long but it's not about the fight it's actually more about the camping itself yeah. that's the uh the fight the fight is fun and you definitely can't get taxing in that and can't get injuries and stuff off but it's the uh, actual camp, man. It, it adds up on you. But, man, I'm so ready to fight. If they said let's fight tomorrow, I'll be ready. But, uh, yeah, everything is going good. Yeah, and if y'all want to get an inside glimpse at what this fight camp kind of looks like, I may as well put the plug in because I've been watching it the last two days. Uh, good friend, Arion, uh, he actually made um, like a behind-the-scenes vlog of Torres's last fight, uh, just the – kind of lead up to it. It's really good. If y'all haven't been able to see it, uh, I know Torres has been sharing it. I've, I believe I shared it on some of my stuff. Um, but it's um, it's really good. It's really good. Ariel did a great job on it. Me and Torres were texting uh, just yesterday about it, and I was like, this is this is amazing. I've been showing it in my – I can show it in my classroom because it's clean, you know? It's like, clean, it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> stuff is blurred out or, um, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> or things are bleeped right. out. And you're good to go. <laughs> it's clean. Not- it's it's a good insight on you, man. I didn't – you know, some of that stuff, I was like, that's that's pretty neat just seeing your coaches – um, you know, the the little the, the friendly banter you guys have and everything, the preparation that goes into it. And then the crazy thing is this video is just part one. So I'm excited already for part two. Oh, oh, and man. hopefully, hopefully we start getting more of this kind of action from Torres. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm man. Pretty, I think it would be pretty popular stuff. I think this stuff would um uh, would get a lot of views and would it would sell well. Um, you know, that that's actually uh something we definitely considered, you know, a potential uh more common vlog of, of what I do. You know, I'm be honest with you. I'm not, I know I, I have a social media, but I'm not the biggest social media guy. Uh, that's not, I just never, cause I, to be honest, I didn't get like a Snapchat or Facebook until my senior year in high school. Um, you know, I, I got Instagram as a junior, but that was it. Like I, I didn't have that type of stuff. So um, I had a phone, but that stuff just never really caught my eye really so mm-hmm. you know, and more into the social media world understanding how much not only how much uh obviously for views and notoriety but how much money it can help you make so uh we're yeah. definitely uh, trying to venture in more into this type of thing but uh yeah man that's definitely be be mindful for part two part two gonna have uh the fight you're gonna see how a weight cut uh yeah he definitely <laughs> that are you gonna mention i know you uh during that time uh Arion did a workout with you right like uh, no 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 so that was uh i came back to make it but that was Arian. oh okay yeah, it was Arian. okay that yeah, was, yeah, on that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That gonna be on there uh that would I be funny be <laughs> uh and then yeah. um maybe i mean um would it go into, I got a call. 
you'll see when I got the call. When you got well. called. Yes, I, I was going to ask that. that. That'll be cool to see. Um, yeah. When do you, do we have a timeline on when that one's going to come out? Maybe. Um, that should be out. Um, I was told it should be out by the end of the week. It could be at the beginning of next week. Um, but yeah, it Ooh. should be coming out soon. It's going to show me getting a call. And, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, wanted to see how, how that was. And it was funny. You'll get a chance to see my agent um, and all that sorts. And, yeah, you'll get a chance to see all the stuff behind the scenes, how I warm up, you know, all the guys in the back. I think he'll have Aljamain Sterling in there because Aljamain was there at the fights. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it'll be pretty cool, man. It'll be really cool to see. So uh, a lot of yeah. people will uh, be excited. It'll be, it'll be exciting. I think part two is going to be more uh, – it's going to be pretty exciting to see. So, But I, I'm ready. Um, not not only for that, but I'm just ready to fight, man. You know, just got done coming back from Vegas doing a video shoot for from the UFC. Uh, that was pretty cool. You know, that was really cool to be able to do. And um, they treated treated me well and did everything. And um, yeah, man, it's just I'm I'm tired of waiting. <laughs> I'm yeah. tired of waiting. That's really the real thing. I'm tired of waiting. So um, when are you heading? I know your your fight is October. Was it 10th? Is that what it is? So October 10th, when do you think you're going to be pulling up to Vegas to get prepped and everything for this fight? Um, I'm leaving on October 5th. Um, I'm going to stay okay. out there for a full week. So, yeah, I'll be out there October 5th. Trevor's going with me. Um, some of my, my coaches, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, but it's funny, man. Trevor's right there on the cusp as well. You know, Trevor fights the week after me because um, Trevor has to leave on the 13th. And where's that fight going to be? Abu Dhabi, the UFC 294. Oh, wow. Now, are you going to be going to that? will be going yes yeah man that's gonna be so freaking fun i'm jealous i'm yes, jealous so, so, i mean this is actually the biggest now that now that would be a really cool you know get a glimpse of behind the scenes stuff over there because you know that's just like, like a whole different world over there man like it, is, I, it I, would I, be I've seen some stuff from but, over there and that's just like it'd be cool seeing your reactions to stuff and I don't that would be so I paid for Arian to come with me to Vegas because he, he he came and did behind the scenes stuff with me in Vegas when I just went. Um, but the behind the scenes going to Abu Dhabi. That Ooh. would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm paying for my ticket there. I mean, they they cover everything else. UFC cover everything else, but they only cover one corner. So mm. obviously, it's going to be my coach uh, for Trevor. But I'm covering my ticket. It's not a it's not a problem, but. You know, I'm already spending a thousand on one tick. I can't spend another thousand oh. on another tick. So you know, it's like <laughs> maybe maybe one day, maybe one day, yeah, maybe one day, yeah, one day. I just can't. I can't just start dropping thousands of dollars just no. like that. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Oh uh, man, but yeah, but it it will be interesting. This is one of the biggest. Um, this is the biggest fight month for our gym in its history, man. You know. Uh, with me having an opportunity to get my UFC contract, with Trevor going to Abu Dhabi fight on UFC two two ninety four, um, you know this is we're right behind each other, man. This is big. You know it'd be awesome to go in and get two UFC wins from the same gym from a from a gym that's you know a lot of people is is on the rise, a gym that's on the rise. So to be able to go in and be able to uh, get the job done on both ends, that'd be really big for our gym, and you know really starting to set the tone. You know, hey, we got some fighters down here south, so uh, it's it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like we said, if y'all haven't been able to check it out, check it out. Um, also, one more thing. I know you were able to meet the new champ, right, while you were down there. Oh, yeah, Vegas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Uh, he's cool, man. We sat there and talked for about an hour. Um, we both – I had to do medicals for my for my fight, and actually he was getting medicals uh, – well, he was getting looked over uh, from just getting done fighting Izzy. So, um, 
you know, and we talked and, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff and, and me and, me and Sean has sparred and trained a lot before already. So uh, it wasn't our first time we met each other. Uh, you know, he calls his nickname for me is called fire hydrant. He calls me a fire hydrant, you know, cause how I'm sure. And I stout. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. We sparred multiple times. We've had good rounds and stuff and it's been fun. Look, it was really fun to see, uh, somebody you train with, you know, go in there and win the world tri- world title, you know, and to be honest, just to be the athlete you are and the competitor you are, you know, you see, you measure yourself up against things like that. You say, oh, man, you know, this is only how far I am from, you know, these type of these certain accolades or the elite level guy, you know, because I would consider Sean elite. And I do think Sean is a. Uh, uh, amongst the best, it was, it was funny to me that people did not give him a chance. And I, and I mm-hmm. sat there, I was like, there's no way you could watch that, you know, go into that and be like, well, Sean Strickland ain't got a chance to beat him. And I'm like, y'all don't know. Like, I tra- look, there's been a lot of guys I trained with, and obviously Sean Strickland by far is the best person I've ever trained with. And he got skills. Like, obviously his style is very – you watch it on TV like, man, that's not going to be able to work. But his style is very effective. It's not about how it looks. It's about how effective it is. And mm. it's about efficiency. And he, Sean is very efficient. You know, his cardio is phenomenal. The man can spar 15 straight rounds and really not be tired. Uh, he, his cardio is phenomenal. He's got really good grappling. If anybody knew about his early career, he was known to be a grappler. He just stopped grappling after he fought Usman. You know, Usman – He's like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna keep grappling, doing jujitsu. I'm just gonna focus on wrestling because he was really good at jujitsu already. So he just started focusing only on wrestling and keeping a fight on the feet. And to be honest, I'm not saying I look. This is not exactly what I'm saying at all. Don't nobody, don't millions, don't you go put no freaking. I'm not saying that. All I'm don't saying, listen to what you're not saying. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not saying easy is one dimensional. I'm not saying that, but. Without the threat of the takedown, Izzy's not taking nobody down. So Sean has fought a lot of guys like Izzy in the training room. I have been there at Shrink Tour. I know of some of the guys. Obviously, they're not to the speed of Izzy. They're not the same skill set. But there are a lot of guys with Izzy's build that can move a little bit like him that mm-hmm. are for their kicks. His style ain't nothing Sean had seen before. And that's the reason why I was – I wouldn't, I'm not really surprised the way he beat. He dominated the fight. I wasn't surprised because Sean has seen that style all the time. And Izzy is not. I mean, if Izzy, look, you got to remember, it's the threat. It's MMA. If Izzy is all he's going to do is be a counter striker on his back foot and he's not shooting any shots, that's going to become pretty easy to defend. You know, you just got to be mindful of not getting caught into feints and things. But like, like Sean said, me and him had a conversation. He said, it was a little bit like he was fighting an amateur. And I'm not saying this. He said this already on his um, um, post-conference interview. But he said fighting Israel was like him fighting an amateur. He said all the shots were predetermined. Everything was just there. And um, But, you know, hey, look, I'm proud of Sean. I'm happy for him, man. It, it was pretty cool. And pretty cool to see the champ literally a few days right after he won the belt. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we, had, we had a good talk. And, you know, he gave me some tips about my fight and my opponent. So, you know, we did some good things, you know, so it was good. Neat, neat stuff. All right, so I'll give you a choice here. All right, we want to dive into college football or you want to dive Let's go college football, man. I'm, college I'm ready. Football. I've been, right, I've been so, wanting to hang a lot to you. I've been wanting to talk college football with you for a minute. <laughs> I love, I love that's, that's, that's my favorite. I feel like that's your favorite. We we enjoy it. You yeah. pro- Another reason you probably don't want to talk about uh, NFL is because the team, your team probably isn't doing the best, even though they did win the other day. We did just win. It was a win. That's not the um, way you want I mean, no. you want to win that way, but it ain't. 
we know what no, we know what the long bars gonna look like. Yeah. No, no. Um, so recapping uh week three. Um and, and yeah, there there is a good bit to talk about um from, from this week. Um, you know, we did learn some things. Um, man, you ended up getting the right pick. I mean, of course, I ended up picking when we go to looking at Missouri and Kansas State, you ended up getting it right. I just went yeah. against you on that because why not? But we all know how high I was. You are coming into this. Um, had them, I believe, going eight and four on my uh preseason predictions. Um, right now, you know, I don't know. I, the from what I've seen, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not like an amazing team by any chance, but I think they're good enough to really push some of these these upper level teams, you know, moving forward to um to, to win some of these games. Uh, were you able to catch a good bit of this one? I did. Um, you know, it's funny because you know, obviously, a lot of us know, uh, People back at home know Dayton Hunt. You know, he, he went to Jones County. He's actually done a lot of film work for me and for my fights and does it for UTC. But now he's the head guy, film film guy at Missouri. And, um, you know, I was texting him. And when they kicked the the longest, what is that, the longest SEC okay. field? Um, so. 61 yarder. 61 yarder. And Dayton was right there in the end zone with the camera. You know, he was cheering a little bit. He, I was like, I just Storm saw you on TV. Out the field, oh, and, cool. the field and, and he texts me like a few minutes later. And he's like, "Man, he's like, I'm a Georgia fan, but man, after watching a game like that live, he said it can make you become a Missouri fan quick." Yeah, <laughs> but he said, uh, um, but you look, Missouri. Um, I, I can. I, I mean, look, can we actually sit here and make a case that they're the second best team in the East? Um, you know, who's who's yeah. really out there to? Dispute that, and I, and I know a lot of people. Look, I already know people gonna see and say, "What well, the SEC ain't no good. It's never been it ain't no yeah, good." Yeah, yeah. I keep hearing this BS. Y'all, don't, it, it pisses me off because folks just be talking. But I know Kentucky is right there. Um, I know Florida with that big win against Tennessee is right there. Um, <laughs> we definitely get on them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. but Missouri, man, to me is a. Uh, you can make a case now. Yes, I know Tennessee yeah. is still there. You know, even even though I feel like it was a little bit more of a fluke loss, um, but I wasn't surprised. I did say the last time before this, I said I do think that game with Tennessee and Florida would be close. I thought Tennessee was still. You were, yeah, you were on it better than I was. Um, but they should they they and but what did I say at that time? I was like, man, Tennessee. I watched. I had like a few games up here. You on did. The you, yeah. As soon as you and saw watched, Austin P, you brought that one up. Yep. Gosh. I said, man, they don't look like they did last year because I thought their offense was gonna like. I just wanted to see like what we eventually what Georgia was going. To. I said, let me. I ain't watched nothing of Tennessee yet. Let me just watch a little bit. And I and I knew it was Austin P, but I just wanted to see who their guys were. And I was sitting here like, these boys are struggling. Like this is not unless Austin P that good. I'm like, man, yeah. I feel more Chattanooga because they got to play Austin P. Then <laughs> we do. For and, and I mean, and I mean, we can't talk too much from our perspective because I mean, it hasn't been like our teams early on have been doing. You know, our team hasn't been doing the best early on against no. these small teams. So, no, but they, they ended up winning the game. But yeah, you're right. There was a little bit of a, a flag there. Um, it was. It was a little bit of a doubt. But I, I would say, um, like we, t- I talked about this earlier this year, and I said this: the NIL deals have affected everything. And I'm telling y'all, and I'm going to continue to keep saying it, but the next few years, the parity in college football is about to be dead even. And I'm, I'm telling you, I know y'all, it, it really is. Like, this is one of the first years, man, where I, I, I legit, like, as crazy as this might sound, like, the, depending on, like, the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, legit, 
I'm being legit. Notre Dame legit got a shot. They like, that's yeah, yeah, they do. I said, oh, Notre Dame literally got a shot to win a national championship. This year, I'm not saying they are, but I'm like, they actually got a chance. Like, because of how open it is right now, they actually got a chance. So, um, it's open right now, man. And um, there's no head and team head and shoulders. You would have thought, I know a lot of people thought Georgia was going to lose that number one ranking after their play to South Carolina, but Michigan didn't look that good. Florida State surely didn't look that good against Boston College. Ooh. Texas in the seven with uh, at halftime with Wyoming. Man, that it, and obviously Alabama didn't even look good against USF. So oh, we'll talk about that too. So that's been a lot of struggle, man. Yeah, you look at the AP poll. Um, I know I was looking at it earlier. The votes for who got first place. Uh, it was still a landslide between Georgia and the rest. And not not saying that. I mean, dude, I'm I'm starting to. I mean, there there's some things there that I'm starting to kind of you know question a little yeah. bit. We can get into that here in, here in just a moment, but I mean, right now they're they're head and shoulders above as far as just people, you know, ranking them up there. But there, there's definitely doubts. I feel like on every team, like you can you can put a nitpick in for just about every team on here. Um, looking at this, Pete. Uh, some people thought Mississippi State may give LSU a little bit of a ride. They did not. That was a total butt whooping. Um, some other games, uh, let's talk about, like you brought up Alabama, South Florida. This was a game I was watching this one. We had this one on another TV while we were watching Georgia, South Carolina, went and celebrated Louie's birthday. He's turned it was, uh, this Monday, I believe. Yes. Happy late birthday to Louie from Tori. Really? Yeah, it was this yeah. Monday. He turned 60. We were watching it. We were celebrating his birthday because, uh, you know, that was just – we were going to go watch the game, so we may as well celebrate it. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, Tyler Buckner being called the starter. There had been reports um, after the fact. Um, Josh Pate, guy that, you know, we all listen to a pretty good bit. At least not yeah. E. Kobe, Jacob Walden. I know Torres, you may listen to his stuff every now and then. But he came out later on saying that he thinks there may have been a suspension on Jalen Milrow. Um, according to Kobe and Jacob, anybody that I feel like is in the know, they don't really seem to – think that um buckner came in though looked crappy uh then yep. ty simpson came in looked crappy this okay. was an ugly game it was raining the whole time uh offensive line was not looking good usf was getting back there getting pressure sacks getting tackles for dominating the line of scrimmage on both sides dominating the line of scrimmage yes uh it was it was a rough one it was a rough one now that one i do think is more indicative of, of where this team is um been, I mean, I, I, it's just what I've been preaching. I mean, it goes along with what I've been saying this offseason. I just don't I just don't really see it. Now, I do think they're doing the right thing. They're switching back to Milrow. Judging from what I've seen, he is the best you got. He really is. He's the best you got. And um, don't get me wrong, he's not great, but he's also not horrible. I do, I do see a scenario where they do end up winning some big games because of him being in there. I do think he has the talent to get some stuff done. And I know Alabama – They've been, dude. They they have been buttered up. They've been they've been very privileged over these last, you know, God only knows how many years with you know Tua and Jalen for the years he was good, and right. Matt Jones for the year, and then Bryce Young, a generational guy. Like you, you had guys that were consistent and great. You have a guy now that that has the talent to be great, but the consistency just ain't there. And that's that's the one complaint you hear from from the Bama fans. Um, so yeah. We'll get into we'll get into the prediction this week. I I am interested to hear what you think about them with Ole Miss, but uh, but we could we could save that for here in just a little bit. What were you gonna say about Bama? So I'm gonna ask you because you know I, I've talked to a Bama fan and um you know guys at PKP uh -huh. and I think 
what what they told me, and I think I said it here on the show before, but they said you really do appreciate Bryce Young last year. You got to. The reason why he said he held together a team that for them, they said they didn't think was all that good overall. Now, yes, you had some players. Uh, what's the defensive player name that was Will uh, Anderson? Uh, Will Anderson, yes. You you had some players. They did. I'm not I'm not taking them, I'm not saying they didn't win good at all. But he said, without a guy like Bryce Young. Because obviously we saw what Milro was now. Granted, I know Milro that was his first year playing, but we saw what Milro was able to do when they played uh, with the Texas A&M at home. Oh yes. yeah, it was A&M. I think that was his A&M. First and and yeah. how bad that team looked overall. Yeah, like it, it looked bad. It looked rough. It was and a drop off. It was a drop off. It was, and then Bryce came back, and then you know you saw a lot of you know different things happen. But that's why Bryce won the Heisman. But when you don't have a guy like that, and then again, I told folks this, man. I told folks this. I know people call me crazy. I'm not saying Alabama ain't going to ever make I'm not saying that, but I did say this. The changing of the ties for real is here. Like, it is here. And I I'm, I credit Nick Saban. They're going to continue to win games because he is a phenomenal coach. But his style, the way recruiting is changing, it's not going to be the same, man, because why would I go to Alabama, all right? Look, I know Alabama got the pedigree. Yes, they're going to get guys in the lead. Yes, they're going to do good, great things. But why would I go to Alabama when I can make more money at another school and get playing time? Mm-hmm. Because at this point, obviously everybody wants to go and win a championship. But let's be honest, unless you're amongst the top-tier teams in the country – so I, it's crazy. I'm telling you, I'm seeing it from an athlete standpoint. So a lot of these players do not care. They can give two cents of a national championship. That's why you got to have players that care about their team, care yeah. about winning. That's why I feel like a guy like Kirby Smart, he he goes and finds those type of guys. And same thing with Stabie. He goes find those guys that really wants to win. But there are a lot of athletes that are going in, let me get my stats, let me get my bag, and let me get out of here and get to the league. Mm. That's their only, only provocative, like only provocative. That's all they care about. They have no care about the world if they make the college football playoffs or if they make the national championship. They could care less. They could care less. And I'm telling, that's why I'm trying to tell people, like, the recruiting thing has changed. That's why I know Dion has his name and stuff, but he's going to start getting these type of recruits. He is. He is. I mean, I'm telling y'all, man, it ain't going to be the same. I feel like, like a guy like Dabo, like, you know, Dabble was right there at the top of recruiting because of how they were winning, because of their mm-hmm. because of what you know, you saw the opportunities. Now you can pay college athletes, man. I'm about to say, I ain't about to go to Clemson. Why I go to Clemson? I can go to Texas, I can go to Oklahoma, I can go to Colorado, I can go to UCLA. And, Dude, I can and, go to Missouri. Yeah, about to say Missouri's right. now pulling big names. Missouri's and pulling some know, big ones. Exactly. Like it's a different game, man. And it, it does come down to the coaching and recruiting on who can bring these guys in. And you called it. You said it before the season started that Alabama wasn't doing the best in, like, bringing certain guys in. You know, you said it yourself. When they was going at the Tyler Buckner from Notre Dame, you know, who did not have a really right. good team at Notre Dame, you knew there was a problem at the quarterback position. But now we see. Yeah, and you know, and, and you know what? I, I caught some flack for it. I was like, "That's a bunch of unproven guys." I mean, it's guys that do have some talent. And Caleb Downs, he just hasn't played a snap of college football yet. Love the guy as a player, and I think he can grow to be a great person. But right now, you cannot lean on him um, and expect the results that you want to see. Um, you go and get the guys from what Louisiana Monroe and the 
yeah, UAB and all that, and then we see what happens. You know, and we, that's we not Alabama. That's not no, Alabama. It's very, it's very uncharacteristic of them. And then on top of that, you know, another thing you got to bring up is the coordinators. I just don't think the coordinators are at the level that Saban has been used to. Uh, Pate brought this up on the on the late kick. Um, you know, at one point he had, you know, Kirby and, you know, he had Scott Cochran there. He had, uh, you know, it, dude, you, you can go through the list of, like, how many, like, stud guys this dude had. Just who was the coach under- at uh, – who was the coach that used to coach the Texans? Um, um, he was the offensive coordinator for uh, Alabama. Oh, my gosh. Texans. He was the head coach of the Texans. Uh, also, all, all, also offensive coordinator with uh, Tom Brady. Um, oh, Bill O'Brien? You're talking about Bill him? Bill O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, at one point he had all these big guys. And now, you know, you're bringing, you know, Tommy Reese. Um, yeah. You know, Kevin Steele. I don't know. Like, it's just bland. Yeah. It's just bland. And it, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just ain't. It just ain't what – I mean, even you can ask them. They were not, like, thrilled about the hires. Like, you didn't hear, like, a – you didn't, you know, hear them dancing in the streets, you know, when that kind of happened. But, um, yeah, I just – you know, there, there's some things they're going to have to, you know, go through to to get it right. And we'll get into the picks here in a little bit. Let's uh, let's touch base on the last little bit here of these past week game. Um, we we would be doing it wrong. Uh, we'll, we'll touch base real quick. Tennessee, Florida. Uh, didn't get to watch a ton of that one, but, you know, I was keeping up with the group text in that one. Uh, saw a little bit toward the end there. Obviously saw the end. Uh, Florida was able to run the ball. They were to muck this game up. Tennessee's offense just don't look as good. The defense can do some stuff here and there, but they were not really running it. You, this I, I don't know. I thought there might be a, a chance that Joe Milton might be better than Hendon Hooker, but I'm starting to think that may not be the right thing. I mean, we know they do can throw it forever, but, you know, can, can he put the right touch on it? Can he make the right plays? It's just not seeming like that's going to – it may get a little ugly for Tennessee. It really, it really, I honestly can see this getting a little ugly for them. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm be honest with you, man. At first, I was like, Tennessee to me is, they have no running game. Um, I think a lot of their receivers that left last year did them a big favor for what they were doing for them last year. A lot of those deep balls, I think a lot of people didn't play. Tillman. Tillman, yes. Like, yeah, yeah, all them. Um, that was another one. That was another one. I can't remember. Uh, I mean, you, you had uh, – what's his name? The one they got – Brew McCoy, he's still there, though. And you got well, yeah, Squirrel White, who you have in fantasy, who – Yeah, I, I don't do. think he's been living up to the expectations. Not. I've been winning games, but he is not. No, yeah. he has not been living up to – I thought he was – I thought, like, having him – I like him. I, I, I do. I like him. I think he's, he's, he has know, the opportunity. But. but I don't think – yes, but you agree. I don't think Joe Milton was up to the level of what Hendon Hooker was. And I think a lot of Tennessee fans was expecting that, especially after seeing that offense. Um, but no, he, he's not, and I and I think Tennessee is having a drop off, and I'm surprised they they lost to Florida. I re- I really was surprised. I thought I thought there was going to be a better um, way of how they was able to go in and like showcase their skill sets in that game, but I I didn't like how they played against Florida at all. I really did. Yeah, yeah. But now, but then you see what Florida got brought brought to the table. I mean, they got a, I mean, Graham Mertz, man. I mean, he didn't play good. Really, I mean, he went 19 for 20 in the ball. It was running the yeah, ball. Yeah, they were running the ball. They ran all tra- – It tra- was really tra- one guy. It was the ETN, yeah. 172 yards rushing, man. My goodness. So, uh, Florida you, – You're not going to beat every team like that. And, and, I, and I know everybody – Yeah, they're still not going to finish at the bottom of the SEC. I mean, yeah, it could yeah, – I could be wrong on that. But, y'all, they're not going to win every game playing like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, this, that's not going to be – that's not going to happen. They'll win this, this week like and a, play Charlotte. They'll win this, this week and play Charlotte. Yeah, they, they got – this was a game they had to win – Kind of, you know, like uh, yeah. a lot of people were coming after 
head coach, you know, saying, you know, you know, he hasn't been doing that great and all this kind of stuff. Um, I felt like this was when he had to win, you know, at home. But I just honestly didn't think it was going to happen, but it, it happened. Uh, last one we'll touch on, Colorado, Colorado State. You ended up staying up for this one. I had to go to bed at some point. Man. This thing ended up 2 a.m. Um, I watched I watched a decent little bit of that first half. A uh, very chippy game. Even before the, the game started, you know, teams are going at each other. Words exchanged, you know, pushes exchanged. You saw the dirty hit to Travis Hunter. You know, it, it was rough. Um Eye pokes by Shadur Sanders. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, there, there, there was a ton, dude. It was, it was a, it was a fun one when I was watching it, and I know you oh. watched it all the way through. The Colorado man, they're 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 doing good. They're doing good. Um, we'll get to it here in a second. Can it can it continue? You know, that's the thing. In the um, I'm gonna say that um, you know I'll get to my pick eventually. Uh, not right now, but I, I, let me tell you something. I was very proud of Colorado how they was able to come back. Um. Because it was going to turn into one of those biggest meme nights of Twitter in its history. I felt like it really was. Because you literally had the entire U.S. tuned into that game. I mean, the way Dion has talked, the sunglasses, the what the coach said from Colorado State, everybody was tuned in. It was a game where – UFC fight. It was a UFC fight. This person saying this person – where there was. It was giving the viewers in. It was going to be the most watched night game in the history of college football, um, a 10 o'clock game. Um, 1.1 million. I mean, Dion is he's changing the game for them boys, man. Uh, Colorado, literally, I mean, heck, a lot of people didn't. I thought, like I said, I predicted him to win at least six games, you know, and I still definitely going to probably happen now. (laughs) But now this is the game. This is the part to where they're getting to, you know, the next two games is. All right, you know, what are y'all really about? You know, are y'all really the real deal? You know, yeah. and they, they have proven us wrong already. I mean, going the road when it was like what two two touchdown fate uh uh underdogs against TCU, beating Nebraska home that some people didn't think they would beat. Um, mm-hmm. they should they did underperform a little bit. A lot of people thought they would have mopped the floor with Colorado State. Um it was a little robbery, man. I mean, look, when you talk like that, y'all, y'all got to remember, man, these guys are athletes as well. When you talk like that to Colorado State, granted, I knew Colorado State. I did not think Colorado State would play like that. They actually played a really good football game. Like, they played up the part. That was one. They that did. Was they did. Like, fo- football game, man. They played a lot of great plays. It, like, it was just so much going on. I mean, pick six, fumble over the curve. Like, Travis Hunter fumbled the ball. They took it back for a touchdown fights and i mean it was like a steelers ravens game or something so i mean it was crazy you yeah, know it was, yeah. it was fun to watch and um then it goes overtime and uh I, I i'm happy that colorado won because uh yeah it would have been bad for them to talk the way they talked and come up on the short end but hey that's the type of mm-hmm. confidence talk like that you gotta walk it and yeah they, as long as they're winning it's gonna keep going and and i think oregon has put themselves in a little bit of a bad position you know, to sit there and say that uh, when Colorado, you know, they talked about Colorado moving to the Big 12, and he was like, okay, and, you know, what has Colorado done? They done nothing. So to say something like that, you already know Dion's going to use that as oh, a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about, yeah, Lanning said that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this week's game, it's where it's uh, it's at, is it at Oregon or at Colorado? It's at Oregon. Is that Oregon. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into those picks momentarily. Last thing we got to talk about, of course, uh, Georgia, South Carolina, ugly half. I ain't going to lie to you. I was, I was pretty worried um, going into halftime. I really was. And 
I was trying to keep positive. I really was. I was trying to keep positive. Um, you can ask dad. Dad was always negative, as he always is. I'm not surprised. Right, you know, you know is with dad, but uh, trying to keep positive. It was just getting tough. We just weren't finishing drives out, uh, shooting ourselves in the foot that first half. Next half, we come out. Hey, 21 straight on them. Didn't allow a point. Pretty great football. That's what we're kind of used to. So, uh, had to be happy with that. We 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 dominated that one. Um, interested to see how the offense grows as the year goes along because uh, I mean you saw when we actually looked at it as a whole coming out of half. You know how we need to play. You know one play at a time. You know you saw you heard, you heard. Did you end up watching the video of the halftime speech you yeah, gave? Oh it was really good. It was really good. Um, and you know how they scripted it out, rah rah. You know, and then rah rah makes the cat. You know, and yeah. it, it just goes on from there. It was it was really cool. Um, but when we want to, we can do what we need to. It's just, you know, are we going to get in the hang of, you know, actually handling business when we need to handle it um, and, and not playing around, you know, not getting behind. Um, I, I don't I don't like that. But, um, yeah, overall, it was a good win. That's going to be the best quarterback we face this whole regular season. Rat Rattler was looking good. I got I do think that, man. I really do. I don't think – I mean, name another one. You got Jackson Dart. You got Joe Milton. Are you really going to take one of them over over how Rattler looks? I mean, I would say over how Rattler looked in that game, but I, I think Darts is I think he's a solid quarterback. I think he's the best quarterback we'll play in the regular season. I, in, in my opinion, I, at, for at, going into the season, I would have thought Milton, but after seeing how yeah, Milton, played, I'm, I'm, I'm out now. I'm out on I was I was thinking that as well. Rattler looked pretty good. He was doing all of that. Of course, we all came into it. The offensive line was banged up. You know, one his top receiver did get hurt early in the game. He was still able to move that ball, and um, he was making some pretty good throws, even given the circumstances. So um, I got to give him a little credit. I do not really care for the attitude of that dude. Obviously, we all know, you know, going, you know, watching him in QB one and stuff like that. Uh, it, it wasn't a very nice guy, but I got to give him some props. He did look pretty good. I think that's the best quarterback we're going to face regular season. That's that's my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. Made it out. So I, I don't know. Happy overall. Um, any thoughts well, we you got on it? Well, we, we called it ourselves. You know, I know a lot of – see, people don't understand. You we're know, overlooking we watch, it. We watch a lot of Georgia football, so we know – I ain't going to lie to you. I think we just got to – I think we're going to cover it, though. I ain't going to lie. I did think we were going to cover I didn't we think – that's why I said I didn't think we were going to cover See, uh, we watched enough where to the point, like, we know which game's going to give us our struggle games. You know, I'm sorry that we're not at, like Alabama in their prime when we're blowing everybody out by 50, and uh, it, it's a it's a way that, you, oh, you got to show how good you are. Because uh, that's just yeah. not how we are. I'm sorry. That's just not how Georgia – look, we won a two-bad-bad national championship, and you've seen we had a struggle game last year against Missouri. It's just not who we are. We were struggling with Sanford a little bit. Like, I, I don't yeah. – it is what it is. Yeah. Like, that's just how we – <laughs> you know, Kentucky. Like, it's just how we are, man. We only scored 16 to 6 last year against Kentucky. Like, I think so. Like, that's just, just, just Georgia. And, and I knew South Carolina was going to be that game. I knew it was like, I know we're at home. Now, I didn't think we were starting to half like that, but we have to get that figured out. Georgia has to get that figured out. Uh, these slow starts of not having anything going, you cannot continue to keep doing that over and over again. And wow. I think that's going to become a problem soon. Um, if we don't get that figured out, um, we yeah. got Auburn coming up in two weeks. I will handle UAB, but we got Auburn and Auburn hasn't looked that good, but Auburn is us going on the road. They're going to be up to play us. And if we start out slow, we're going to be in another game like South Carolina once again. So and, and some people I've been reading on Twitter, you know, I've seen it on Facebook. I know a lot of people like to blame Mike Bobo. Um, 
I'm, I'm going to be a little honest. bit on that one. I did. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I'm I, fifty on that. I, I'm, I think half of it is Bobo, and half of it is a little bit the the um, Carson Beck. I got you. Got to call out Beck on some of that. He was exactly. missing some guys. Guys were wide open. on all ends. I'm gonna say on all the offense. Yeah, uh, because there's some times the line just. It's just like, what are you doing, man? You know, and yes, it is Beck. Beck, like, I, I wish they would trust them a little bit more. I wish I he would trust himself to make the throws. Because, like, some of it's open, and he just he just wasn't – he was refusing to do it. He wanted to check down. Yeah. So, I don't know. He's He's got to get a little more gutsy, um, which mean, is opposite of what we've heard. In, in the years coming up with, with him, you know, we heard he was throwing a lot of picks, but a lot of touchdowns in practice. He was just – he was risking it. Um, where's that at? You know, I just I haven't really, you know, he did he did have some deep balls, but you know, I want I want to see him try it, you know. Um right. do you think in my and you tell me if I'm wrong with it, do you think he's playing for his position a little bit, trying to keep no, it? No, no, no. I don't think so. Because I've been seeing people calling for uh Stockton a little bit, you know. It's just par for the course if you're a Georgia quarterback. Everybody <laughs> call for it. I, I just uh no, I don't think he's playing for his position, man. I think he's fine. Um I don't think people realize what they're wishing for if they do that. I think he's our best chance at if we're going to three peat. I think it's got to be him. I do. I think it's got to be him. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not against the guys behind him, but you know, at some point you got to trust experience. You got to trust the guy that's been in the system longer. You got to trust, and, and he is talented. He is a good passer. I don't know. I'm just trusting it. Um, let's spin into this week. We'll go ahead. Let's just carry over the Georgia talk to UAB Georgia, 7:30 p.m. in Athens. Your boy will be there. I secured that today. I will be there. Yes, my sir. first night game in Athens. So I'm I'm gonna be there. Uh me and my wife are gonna be going. So that that'll be fun. Um I'm expecting a bounce back game. Hopefully. I think UAB could give, you know, not saying not saying they're gonna be um, you know, great by any means, but I do think with the coach they got Trent Dilfer, you know, head coach uh, for them, you know, Q, QB guru. Um, I do think he, he could put together a team that'll you know get up for this kind of game and you know maybe well, maybe maybe we'll see some things that push us a little bit but overall I do expect us to handle this game I don't know if I'm willing to take the 42 and a half point spread there because I just don't know if we cover that kind of that that wide of a margin but I do think I see a bounce back game mostly pretty good before we have to go cover Auburn. I mean we did beat UT Martin Ball State by both over 42 points so we'll see. Uh, well, I take that back. Forty-one for UT Martin. Yeah, so it could, but, it could. I just, it's always risky business with that kind of stuff. It is, it is. Obviously, um, I, I'm going to take Georgia, but I also going to take the under. You're right, it is risky. Yeah. That, that forty-two and a half, literally, yeah, a half, a hook, yeah, a half, yeah. hook. Yeah, I know, man. So I see Georgia dominating that game. You know, uh, this should be a good game. Getting ready to go into Auburn. I think Auburn, because who Auburn played? Auburn got to play who? Well, they got to play Texas A&M. That's going to be a tough game on the road. Beat up a little bit, hopefully, before they get to us. That'd be I nice. Know, right? Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, quick question, question, question. What are your thoughts on Georgia running game? Uh, running game, it's just, you know, it, it's the best we got, man. It's the best. Really? We, I, I thought I thought Dejan Edwards did run pretty good, though. I, I liked what I saw. Yeah. Him, him and uh, Tyke Smith, man. They had they had the games of their lives, and Kamari Lasseter looked really good. That's my highlights from last game. Kamari Lasseter, that that corner, I think he played. I think he played himself up. That's gonna be some tape that an NFL scout puts on when they're actually looking to see what they're gonna get with this dude. He played his he played his butt off. Tyke Smith too. Tyke Smith had the game of his life. I thought he had a great game. And then uh, Dajan's vision was really showing. I thought he ran. I thought he ran pretty well. 
Um, I would expect him being lead back going forward. I like what I saw from Davey. It's funny how uh, Tanner do not Tanner does not like uh, Chambliss. <laughs> you know, he's like, boring, uh, man. He's boring. He's not. He's not <laughs> flashy. He's not flashy. I mean, don't uh, even, I do get frustrated with him too sometimes. But you know, he's earned the respect of the coaches. He he shows yeah. up. He does the work. He puts in the work. He's not going to be the ten sacks guy. You know, he's he's just going to you know he's going to make the plays when he needs to make them, and he's going to play his role. And he's going to fill in the gaps. Going to make. He's going to like look. He's going to make sure he does his job. He's going to do all the right things that go unnoticed. So, I mean, I, I bet, don't get me wrong. I'm not over the moon about him by any means, but I'm not like, you know, hate him or anything either. But, yeah, sure. but uh, are you a little disappointed in Kendall Milton? Um, Kendall Milton, I just, I've done, uh, when he was coming in the, in for his recruiting class, I was high on him. Uh, throughout the years, that just, that hope has just slowly trickled away. Just the, the, injury, the injuries happen, the yeah. things happen. I think he's back to being injured a little bit again too. I think he tweaked his MCL, something like that. This this past game, it's just all it's and it, it's nothing he he can really control. It's just it's always something. It's always something. So yeah, yeah. I, I am a little disappointed, but it's nothing that he can control. Yeah, I, I am. I am myself. I'm a little disappointed on his play, and uh, I hope I hope he gets going, man. I really do. When he's healthy, really he's healthy. He can be pretty good. It's just when yeah. he, when when he's healthy. That's that's the catch. So. That's right. When he's healthy. Yeah. Uh, Mims, Mims did get hurt in that game, so that's going to be a little bit of a tough, tough hit. I know, I like surgery, him. Tough surgery, but they're saying he hopefully can be back by Florida game, so that'll be that'll be good. What, surgery, what is he having it on again? It's the tightrope surgery. It was on, um, I think, golly, what was it that he had? I'll, I'll look it up, but um, I know he had a, like a tightrope surgery on, um, I think it was either his knee or, no, it was his ankle. It was his ankle. I don't know why it's Okay. Yeah, same thing. Lawson Lucky had. He'll be back soonish. Um, let, let's spin it to these other games. Let's start off at the noon game, the number one noon game that's going to be going on. That is going to be Florida State coming off the tough win. It was supposed to be easier against Boston College. Not only did they let Boston College keep it close once, they pulled away and then let them come back and uh, almost win the game later on. Clemson obviously has not been up to the standard that everybody thought they were going to be. This is in Death Valley, though. Torres. I'm starting to kind of get a feeling, man. I think I'm going to pick Clemson here, dude. At Death Valley. Really? Dabo, Dabo pressure's on, bro. You lost to Duke. Florida yeah. State coming off that ugly win. It definitely doesn't have my, my expectations that high. I think I'm going to pick Clemson to pull out a gritty win. It ain't going to be pretty. It's going to be it's – gonna, they're, they're going to have to muck this thing up a bit. It's a big game on a big stage. And I, at home. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, with Clemson here, man. So look, I, I know this might sound crazy. All right. So Boston College, out of all all of their games this year, first game of the season against Northern Illinois went overtime. They played Holy Cross. I know they should have handled them, but they beat them by three, 31-28, and they lost to Florida State by two. Every game has been within three points of everybody they have played. They came. They play hard. Boston College play hard. I think Florida State, once they got a lead, they said, oh, this team is going to lay down. That team didn't lay down. They came back and made it again. All right? You need those type of scares. We just talk about Georgia. You need those type of scares. And then the next following week, you got to play a team that has beaten you, what, the last five or six matchups? Um, I'm going to go with Florida State in this one, even on the road. reason why, Florida State needs this. I have already said. I said this at the beginning of the year. 
I said an uh, ACC champion will be in the playoffs this year. Who needs it more? And I, and I said, who needs it more? Who, who needs, needs this win? More? Who needs this win more? Well, no doubt, Clemson. Clemson, I'm about to say, man. Well, hold on. Well, you actually got me thinking. They actually, do. They've already lost a division game too. Well, well, needing this game compared to who needed more for their career because Florida State hasn't done anything. If this coach loses to Clemson, he's gonna be like, "Well, you ain't doing nothing that nope, none of these other coaches ain't really doing. You're just amongst the pack." All right. If this coach is able to go in here and beat Clemson, he'll set himself up from, "Oh man, he's not like the other Florida State guys. He is finally changing the program." Compared to Dabo, don't really need this. Dabo already got his few championships. Dabo, so. Dabo really don't need this. If Clemson ain't talking about doing no, Dabo gonna be there for a minute. They, you think that they think that? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I don't really know many Clemson fans. Um, Kiever, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm you know. like a huge Clemson fan, but I don't know. With the way you talked about transfer portal, you know, he's against it. Then you lose the. You know, you lose to Duke, our first game of the season. And I don't know. I don't know. I think he's got way more on the line. I think he's got more on the line than – yes, yes. Dude, they, they, how many years straight have they missed playoffs to? It's been like – They made it since, what, 2019? Since yeah. uh, they played LSU? It's been about it's – been, it's been at least two or three, and then you pushing four. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think at some point they're going to want to get back in it, right? I mean – well, look, well, next year they have a great opportunity because it's gonna be 12. But right now, they ain't got nothing, they're not making they ain't making it this year. But like I said, mm-hmm. I do think the ACC champ, and I think the ACC champ gonna be Florida State, and I think they would go okay. in and beat Clemson. But I'm gonna call my I, shot. Do, I do see your point on Clemson needing this game. I, I do see yeah. your point, but I also see my point on Florida State needing this game because the head coach of Florida State, I mean, he him just getting there. What's his name again? Um Norvell, Mike Norvell. Norvell, you know, look, he's look, even though I know he's not listening to any of that, but it's just the media talking. You know, people are talking about, you know, man, you know, Dion should have been a head coach at Florida State. Look what he's doing at Colorado and all that extra stuff. But, you know, I think Mike Norvell, what he's doing at Florida State is doing a really good job. And he's getting these boys winning. Obviously, you know, first game of the season, he beat a lot of people who thought they potentially could be winning the national championship out of LSU, which LSU still got a good shot. I mean, they're looking good now. But, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think they're making a complete turnaround. Yeah, they. I, I know. Yeah, I think we'll see how they play against what's the name this week. I do uh, think they're going to end up better off than Florida State when it's all said and done. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. At the end of the season, I really I do. I uh, so you got Florida State. I got Clemson. I'm fine yeah. with it. I'm fine all with right. it. All right. Uh, all right. Let's kick it to three thirty. Three thirty. Time to get dirty. There's a good. There's a good bit of a uh, game good right here. Man. Yes, hey, there's a good. Hey, there's a there's a good three pack right here. Uh, let, let's let's go let's go in importance here. We'll go with number twenty two UCLA going against Utah at Utah, um, number eleven Utah that is Utah favored by six. What you got mm. nice little ranking game. That is, um, I'm I'm very intrigued in this game. Um, you know UCLA has early in the season they haven't looked that good. They looked mm. okay. Not as good as last year at least. Not as good as last year. No. Um, obviously, we saw what Utah did to Florida. Um, Utah did struggle with Baylor in the second game of the season. Baylor still have mm-hmm. – uh, well, Baylor just got their first win last week, but Baylor hasn't been that good. They did struggle with Baylor. I think with this game being at home, it's going to favor Utah a little bit. I'm taking Utah, and I'm also taking them to cover, but barely by. They're going to cover right. that six points. That's good because I'm going complete opposite. 
I'm going complete opposite. I'm going to go UCLA. I think I think they end up winning this. I do like Utah. The fact that they do play defense in a defenseless Pac-12, um, mm-hmm. I, I respect it. Um, but UCLA, one thing they have been able to do, they've been able to run the ball a bit better this year. Um, I, I do have their running back in our fantasy league. Uh, that's Steele. Cody Steele, I think is his name. He's been running the ball pretty good. He's been toting that thing. Um, looking all right. Um, I, Utah, Utah, man, I've been watching them because I did watch that Florida game, and it wasn't totally beautiful. Like, I love that they beat Florida, you know, but I still think they left something on the table there. Um, outside of that – um, the Baylor game. I had a little money riding on them um, in a parlay, had having them beat Baylor, and it, it, dude, whoo, they barely pulled that one out. They, they barely, barely, out. barely, barely pulled that one. That was on a Bay, that was against a Baylor team with a backup quarterback who is not very good. Um, mm-hmm. So, I I don't think they've really done a lot to really make me think they can they can win this game handily. I'll take USA, UCLA with the points. Um, let's go with next number fifteen. Undefeated Ole Miss, 3-0 on Ole Miss, going to Tuscaloosa to, to face number 13, 2-1 Alabama. Alabama is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Woo-woo. I'll kick this one off real quick. Oh, my God. This is, this is I really want to hear what you got to say. This is going to be a hard oh. one to watch. Now, Get this, given, given that we need to find out the status of Jenkins. Uh, Quinchon Junkins and Trey Harris. That's that's the big thing. And I'm gonna see if I have any updates. Um, because they were both out this past week against Georgia Tech. Um, Trey Harris out, Junkins doubtful. Let's see about it. That was the 16th. That was this past week. Okay. Let's see about Alabama. Let's let me type that in real quick. See if I see, see if anything pops up. Um, nothing yet. I'll have to keep keep my eyes out for something, but I do think that they rested them last week in the not with the knowledge of, you know, Alabama coming up the following week. Lincoln Riley, or not Lincoln Riley, who am I thinking of here? Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. Lane mm-hmm. Kiffin. Is he going to be the next Saban disciple to be able to pull off a win? Oh, I don't know. Last year I was saying if it's going to be the year, last year was the year. I'm starting to think this year might be the year if you're going to do something like that. And um, if they got Jukins, if they got Trey Harris, the offense should be able to score. And I think Lane Kiffin is looking his fingers at looking at the secondary. You know, and, and, and you know, we could say outside of Kool-Aid McKinstry, but honestly, Kool-Aid, I mean, oh, I'm going to get lit up by Kobe for this one. I, Kool-Aid hasn't done a whole lot to really impress me. Impress me. I'm, not, I'm not trying to go too crazy. I think he's a good player, but I think he's kind of overrated. I'm not going. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to even. You know, I'm not trying to troll. I'm really I, not. But I just don't think he's meeting that level that people are putting him at. Already, you already know Terry and Arnold is barbecue chicken. Caleb Downs can get picked on. You, UL, you whatever. Louisiana Tech boy, we know he's going to get beat. UAB boy, we know he can get beat. Defensive line hasn't been getting that much pressure. Yeah. Linebackers, you're relying on third string from Georgia, Tresman Marshall. I just, I think, I think Lane Kiffin is going to be able to put up points. And at the end of the day, this is going to be a shootout, I think. I would take the over in this one. I don't think a lot of defense is going to get played. And in a shootout, I'm going to go Lane Kiffin with the points. 55 and a half is the over and under. Good Lord. There's going to be some points put up in this. That's pushing it. All right, then. So, look, I'm going to say this. is going to be a fun one. This one's got me. uh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy talking about this one. So, look. Uh, you predicted three losses for Alabama this year. It could Your be three losses was Texas, A&M, 
at LSU. A and M might not happen now. It might not happen. It might not happen. Uh, Ole Miss, I might swap that in there. I, I might I swap it. I I predicted two. I predicted A and M and LSU. Now, the way Alabama has looked, I'm leaning more to your three losses than than them just having two. I'm almost about guaranteed they're going to have two, and about about on the train of them having three. And looking at this Ole Miss game, man, uh, Ole Miss. You know, you, you look at most teams that get ready to come in and play Alabama, you're like, look, have they at least looked the part a little bit? Have they have they at least done their job? Ole Miss did not look the best. I'll be honest, they did not look the best when they got there and they played Tulane. Um, Tulane gave them a game, you know, especially at halftime. Tulane gave them a good game. The second half, Ole Miss turned it up. Yeah. Um, my question is, which I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think Alabama is that too far off from some of these other teams. So you look at what Ole Miss has done this season, and most of the time when you say, well, man, they're about to get ready to play Alabama. They're going to come in here all, all in their A game. I'm telling you. you. Let me ask you this. So, so they beat Tulane, right? Yes. How would you rate – I'm beating, I didn't think I'd ever ask this question, though, right now. You put Tulane and Alabama against each other, then what, what do you think happens? Uh, Alabama would beat Tulane, but – but, 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 Alabama would struggle, okay? We just seen what I Alabama really don't know now. I just looked at USF. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Don't, don't you that, bro. Not no Tulane, but no, we can't do that. I, hey, I didn't think USF. Not no to USF. USF I, I would mean, be up at half or tied at half with Alabama at three to three. But I think I that the, the same factor thing. is Jalen Milrow, you know? Would that game been close? Would that, I don't think that you. I'll go with you on that. I'll go with you. I don't think that game would have been as close with Jalen. I really don't. I think Jalen would have put a few more points up on USF. Um, I think those other quarterbacks are just that bad. But I think with a team like Ole Miss, I don't think Ole Miss defense is too far off from what Texas defense really is. I don't think like I think. Okay, I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't. I don't think, te- you think I don't Texas. Know about that one, I don't think Texas is all that good defensively. The defensive line for Texas is better than, than Ole Miss. Oh, I mean, yeah, their D line is, but I, I don't think their D. You win it in the trenches, Torres. I mean, you ought to know this. I, I mean, look, you ought to know this, man. They play Alabama. I mean, they didn't look that good. I mean, it's Rice. I mean, what Wyoming? I mean, come on, man. Come on, dude. They were getting pressure, and this was against. I mean, they were getting pressure on Alabama. 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 We just saw USF bully Alabama offensive line and D line. You did. You did. I just don't know. I don't know. You're right. So, so with that being said, where are you going? This is gonna be. I I really would love Ole Miss to win. But why can I keep betting against Nick Saban? I'm gonna have to go Alabama. <laughs> I would love. Do you think they cover? They cover? No, okay. I think this is the last field goal, Ooh. potentially overtime type game. I really do. I think we might see them that over and under gonna be pushing it. But I do think they hit the uh, the over. I do think they both score. I think they score over 55 and a half combined, and I do believe. Uh, it's gonna come down to a field goal, field goal or a touchdown. I, I can see a Alabama 38-34, 38-35 type game beating Ole Miss. I'm calling my shot now. I think we see a masterclass from Lane Kiffin in this one. I think he's saving it all up. I think he's got. I think he's he's got some crap ready to throw, baby. I really do. I I really do. I think I think we're I think we're gonna see something from Kiffin. I really do. 
All right, so we got a few more left. I know we're pushing time, so let me know if we need to go. You know, how quick? Oh, we're, we're good. We're good. We're good. Right. All now. right. All right. Uh, number nineteen, Colorado, three and zero, undefeated, going against number ten, Oregon. This is in in Oregon. Oregon is a twenty-one point favorite. Ole Miss wins thirty-one twenty-eight. Is what Jacob Walden says. By the way, thank you, J Jacob, for tuning into the show. Even the Bama fans picking against them. What? Wow. Oh, he, he said what? Thirty-eight. What? He, he picked Ole Miss to win thirty-one twenty-eight in that game. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I just think Lane. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Jacob. What do you think? Do you think Lane Kiffin puts in? Do you think uh, so? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now we 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 haven't even reached the five game mark. We haven't reached the five game mark, and you're telling me Alabama's about to have two losses at home in Bronze Denny Stadium. I don't know, Jacob. When I mean, you get a chance, you you put that you throw that comment in there. Man. I don't ask you What about you, Tyler? Two losses at Bronze Denny. I, I mean, obviously, I picked it. I picked it. I didn't think. I mean, I. I picked Jeez. it. Before picked game it. five, we we haven't had game five yet. Yeah, I know. I, know. I picked it. I picked it. Um, all right. So Colorado, Oregon. Oregon's a twenty-one point favorite. Colorado's coming in. No Travis Hunter. Coming off a tough, gritty win. Um. I, I just I think I think that took a lot out of them. The depth they don't they don't have a ton of depth in Colorado. It was a late game. This is an early game for them this week. There's not a ton of rest between now and then. I think it might get a little ugly. I think it might get just a little bit ugly. Oregon's already been tested too, man. Oregon got tested uh, by Texas Tech. I think they had their little wake-up game. You know, both both teams coming off a little bit of a wake-up game. Uh, but I, I think Oregon playing at home, Dan Lanning, this is going to be like a, 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 you know, a statement kind of game for him. Uh, Bo Nix on his Heisman run. They, you know, we got they're going to get a better defense going on. I think they're going to have a better offense going on. I think Oregon's going to take care of business here. The 21 points does kind of scare me, but honestly, I think they're going to be able to wear them down like in the trenches. I really do. I really do. So, um, give, give me Oregon. I will take them to cover it. I will take them to cover it. Wow. So, it's not, it's nothing against the talent of Colorado. I just think they're going to be wore out from this past week. The depth ain't on the way. Travis Hunter being out does make a difference to me. And I'm not saying it makes a 21 point, you know, difference. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I, I just honestly, I think, I think last week took a toll on them. I really do. I do think Travis Hunter will make a difference of him being out, but this is not the week I think they lose. Um, I think they lose next week to USC, not this week. You don't think you got them, you got them winning this game? I got them winning this game. I, you listen, are smoking. <laughs> listen, listen to the reason why. Okay, look, I agree about just getting out of an overtime game at home, a nail biter. I mean, a one that you had to you had to really squeeze your butt together and like, man, I got to get through this. Your heart, your heart pumping. All right, but we did see Oregon play wow. Texas Tech, did we not? Texas, I mean, the only other thing, listen, the only other team that Oregon has played was Texas Tech. And Texas Tech didn't look all that, Texas Tech lost to Wyoming. Texas Tech didn't look all that good. And Texas Tech, in my opinion, does not have the offense what Colorado has. I think Colorado is going to be able to put up points on Oregon. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a shootout. I agree. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. And if anybody remembers, the reason why the score was 38 to 30, Texas Tech threw a pick six on the game-winning drive that they were almost about to score on against Oregon. 
I actually don't think I'm telling you. I think we're look. I do believe Oregon is a top tier team. They are. I mean, they're ranked number ten for a reason. They are a really good team. Bo Nix in a running for Heisman. I agree. He just came off a Heisman running last year. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Uh, I really my only well, listen. My only concern is Colorado's defense. What's your right? confidence? What's your confidence meter on this pick? Like, I want. I really want to know why. Uh, I'm about, all right, out of ten. I'm about. I'm about at a. Six and a half. I, I've had a six and a half out of ten. That's still pretty high for me on that. I, I just, wow. Really? Dude. Wow. Like, I, I understand. Look, I understand the hype on Colorado. Look, I, I'm being being honest with you. At some point, this stuff's going to come down, man. Right now, we're riding the high. It's going to come down. And to be honest with you, they're going to end up making some changes at some point with all the theatrics on the side. I do think um, right now – Dion's using it to his advantage for recruiting and everything. You know, all the celebrities, you got people coming up in the locker room and stuff. I don't yeah, think that's necessarily right. the vibe that you need to be doing, you know, at some point. But right now it's good because this is your first year. You can you can kind of screw around. You can kind of kick things around, you know, what looks sexy? What's going to bring the kids in? You know, all this kind of stuff. And, he, boy, he's getting them. There's a, there's a guy from here in Georgia, Cam McKell. He's probably going to go play for him. He's probably going to go commit to him because Dion said, hey, look, I'll play you at safety and at wide receiver. George is telling you you only have to play, you're only gonna play safety over here. He wants to play both ways. He wants to be like Travis Hunter. He wants to do this. He sees all the flash and the, you know, everything like that. To me, yeah, it's it's awesome. And it's awesome what he's doing. He's bring dude, he's done brought a ton of viewers to college football. Just yes. him stepping foot as the the head coach for Colorado, like a whole demographic, dude. He's got a whole following. All those HBCUs, yeah. boom, everybody's yeah. rooting for Colorado yeah. now. Colorado yeah. gained a ton of fans <laughs> as soon as Dion became that. And now that he's winning. Oh my God! It it is shot up, but dude, it, it's got to it's going to come down here. And I'm not calling for them to just be awful all of a sudden, but I I really do think the depth scares me because you saw the depth happen, you saw it with TCU, you saw it with I mean really all these games, all of these games have been you know pretty tight except for you know Nebraska and everything, but it was, um, it was tight till late. It was tight. It was tight a little bit until like that. It was late tight a little bit, yeah. And they pulled away. Mm-hmm. At some point, that that you know. They don't have all the depth just there just yet. You know, he brought some players in, but he's not sitting deep. You know, he's not like, you know, Georgia and all these other teams where you can just, hey, all right, y'all come and take a break, and you're going to get just about the same production. It's not going to be that way, especially, like like I said, in the trenches. I don't know their injury report and all this kind of stuff, but I do know they're they're probably pretty banged up. That was pretty exhausting, that last game. It lasted double overtime, right? Wasn't it double overtime? It was double overtime, yes. Double overtime in an emotional game like I don't see it, dog. I, I think they're going. I think they're going to get punched in the mouth, and it's it's going to go down sad. Like I really, I, I really do. And I'm not, and I'm not rooting for their downfall. Please don't take it like that. No, I'm not. No, no. But I just really see that this is. I don't think it's going to go great. I'm gonna tell you this. I, I I'm not. I'm what I'm not proud of. I'm not the biggest fan of their run game. The run game for me for Colorado isn't all that good. They got to figure a way to get, be able to run the ball because I think Oregon is going to put a lot of pressure on Shador to make sure that they have to start forcing the run. But now this is where I come in. This is either my confidence in Shador and their passing game and my confidence in their game. Good. And they have I, a good – they got a handful of receivers that are good. I, and that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm believing on. They I think they're going to be able to score points. Now, the the, the way – how are you going to win this game, though? You got to stop Bo Nix from – Look, Bo Nix has had a phenomenal year so far. But I think, look, 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 how often, how many times have we seen it? We seen it last year. We seen it last year now. Bo Nix, in a big game, all he had to do was win. 
You've been in the Pac-12 championship. Oregon would have been going to the playoffs. We all talked about it last year. We remember if Tennessee would have done this yeah, and I remember, I remember, I remember, yeah, yeah. Oregon would have been in. Yeah. Big game. And guess what that game was at? It was at home. Yeah. Oregon at home. Big game. Wow. It's a, it's hey, a, it's a bowl pick, man. I, I, I'm bowl trusted pick. in it. We remember what Bo Nix used to do when he was on Auburn. Yeah, we yeah, remember. Yeah. We remember what he used to do. Yeah. Big games. I know he beat Alabama one year. I know, yes, or whatever. But mm-hmm. big game. Year, first game or something like that. It was, it was yeah, a first year. Uh, yeah. They have towards the end of the season. Oh, no, it wasn't first game. It was like, you know, it was like later Towards the end of the season. But still, yeah, freshman year. Just, uh, but wh- how does he usually play in the big games? Because last time I checked, I don't remember Bo Nix being able to play all that good in the big game. I think he's just going to be helped out. I think he's going to be helped out by the defense landing. I trust the defense, especially you know at that in their conference. It's 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 going to be decent enough. I think. I, I, I I'm, I'm pretty confident in mine. I'll throw I'll throw a nine on my confidence. He's uh, out there nine. Uh, I will. I'll throw, I'll throw a nine on my confidence. By the way, Jacob did message back. Let's see what he said. He said he saw up close and personal. He can't trust the team. Um, and it, he said it all depends on the offensive line. So there we go, straight from the horse's mouth. All right. Um, I don't think we really have to touch on Arkansas, LSU, right? I mean, Arkansas just lost to BYU, pretty ugly loss. Tennessee LSU, just came yeah. off the loss. This is going to be at Tennessee and Knoxville, or, or not? Oh my God, what am I? I'm looking at um, Tennessee above them. I'm looking at Arkansas. Arkansas coming off the ugly loss to BYU. LSU coming off the big win against Mississippi State. Good Lord. All right, yeah, LSU's a 17-and-a-half point favorite. I think they cover that. I mean, do we have to spend – Maybe LSU take the points. Okay. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, last one before we get to to a heavy hitter. Heavy hitter quitter. Uh, or Number 14, Oregon State going against Boy. number 21, Washington State. Both undefeated. This game is at Washington State. Oregon State is coming in as a three-point favorite. DJ Uyungle, um, you know – uh, running the show there now. Uh, defense has been pretty good. Offense has been pretty good there. Washington State, they've been playing with a chip on their shoulder. How do you see this one going? Well, Washington State has been stepping it up this year. Um, that Ward kid, he is really good. Uh, Cameron Ward, I mean, I, I, I've, t- I've taken some looks at some highlights, how they've looked. Um, he dropped some points. Heck, I actually did watch a little bit of the Washington State, Colorado State highlights because I was like, man. Colorado State did not look that good, you know, before they played Colorado. Yeah. And it yeah. just Washington State was that good on offense, man. They was uh it was more of the fourth quarter, but their defense played up the par. And then once once those boys got going, they got going. Um having this game at home, I think is big. I've never been a big fan of DJ, you know, while he was at uh Clemson. Uh I know he's been playing a lot better on Oregon State. Uh it'll come down to how good Oregon State can be able to stop. Washington State defense, um, but I'm I'm going to go with Washington State, and I think I'm going to uh, obviously take the points. Obviously, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you get the points, would you? Yeah. Uh, give me Oregon State to cover. Uh, we, I think we've been going opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I kind of yeah. This is a fun one. This is a fun okay. one. Yeah, I think Oregon State to to, to cover that. Um. Do we want to do one more? Do we want to do uh, Iowa? Yeah, yeah let's, let's end with the big one. Let's let's oh, do, yeah, let's do yeah. Iowa. Let's do Iowa. Penn State. Um, number twenty-four Iowa going against. We got another big one. We're we're. Uh, well, I no no no. I was gonna skip the before. Ohio. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna let, let them be last because I think that one's gonna be. That's gonna be one of the ones to watch. That's where game day is gonna be. That's gonna be. That's gonna be one to watch. Um, I think that's where game day is gonna be. 
Um, but undefeated Iowa going against number seven Penn State. They're undefeated as well. This is at Penn State. This is a wideout game. We all know that's a big deal in Penn State. Penn State's a 15-point favorite here. Coming off a little bit of an ugly, uh, ugly-ish, I guess you could say, win. I think it was to – was it Illinois? I think it was Illinois they just played. I'm trying to trying to look it up now. Illinois, yes. The, uh, um, okay, ugly-ish win against Illinois. Uh, we all – you know, we've heard from Jackson um, and Kobe. They're, they were pretty high on Penn State. The, the new quarterback coming in looking pretty good. Team looking pretty good overall. Iowa has had Kay McNamara come in this year, and he's done pretty good at quarterback for them so far. Um, you know, in their games, you know, uh, they've, they've won pretty good except outside. I mean, Utah State was a 10-point win. Iowa State was a 7-point win. I think I think you got to take Penn State here. Um, to cover the spread is a little weird. 15 is just a weird number, but I, I will take them to cover that. I'll take Penn State to cover that. I think they got enough offense they can put up on that um, Iowa defense. Well, if you want to talk about, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust, this is that type of game. Um, there ain't going to be much offense in this one, y'all. Uh, I'm going to tell you that now. But I do think Penn State will pull it out, and I do think Penn State does not – I mean, well, will not Ooh, cover. Okay. okay. Will not cover. Um, I do not think they cover – our defense, I would just have the – They just beat. always have a good defense, man. They got a good defense, and I think – I won't be surprised – 10, a 10 to 6, a 10 to 3 tight game, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised at all. It but could think, get that ugly. It really could. Yeah. That's that's the type of game I feel like this one can potentially be. I, I think I think Penn State has scored. It might be like a 20 to 13 type game, but I think Penn State pulls it out. And um, I do think Penn State, they won't cover, they won't beat Iowa by 15, but they'll win the game. All right. All right. So that that leaves us right here. We've been kind of hitting at it. Um, you got number six, Ohio State traveling to South Bend to face number nine, four and oh, Notre Dame. Ohio State is actually the away favorite coming in here, three point favorite coming into this game. No, uh, Torres, I- I'll let you kick this one off, man. I know you you said you had some thoughts on this. I, I want to hear you out before I-, I go all in on my pick here. Let's let's hear what you got to say. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I said this early in the show. It's very rare when I go in into a season, I'm thinking Notre Dame got a chance at winning a championship. Uh, never have I thought that ever, ever, except for this year, after the way that the season has started. I actually think Notre Dame has a legit shot. I'm not saying they're going to be there, but they have a shot this time at, man, we could see Notre Dame in a potential, they could potentially hold a trophy at the end of the year. Wow. And I I did have Ohio State in my playoff bracket from the beginning. I did. But after seeing Ohio State play a little bit, I'm not too sold on them boys. And uh I just I I have uh I haven't been sold on them a little bit because of their the way they play. They've struggled a good bit. The mm-hmm. offense don't look as potent as usual. Yeah. Congratulations, they dropped 63 on Western Kentucky. Mm. But if you go back to the last two games before that, they struggled a little bit. And I'm going to say that Notre Dame has handled business. You know, most of the time, you know, look, I, I knew it was something different because when Notre Dame played Navy, I said, man, that could be a close game. And Notre Dame went in there and mollywhopped them. Mm-hmm. And they played Tennessee State. You can't really think much about that. But then they played North Carolina State on the road. You're like, okay, I know I know North Carolina State ain't all that, but that's that's a real first test. That's like the real first test for Notre Dame. Notre Dame went in there and beat the brakes off of them, 45-24. Really, 
the points really didn't come too much for North Carolina State to the second half. Like, they handled business against North Carolina State. Then they handled business against Central Michigan. Most of the time, Notre Dame ain't handling business this way. Most of the time, they're having even struggle game against the, the lower tier, you know, the group five. That's true. That's why we're so low on them every year. That's why we're so low on them every year. Exactly. They're not beating the – they're beating the group five teams by, as like, should. as the way they should. And with them being at home against Ohio State, it's very rare that I actually usually pick against Ohio State. But this time I'm going to do it. Notre Dame beats Ohio State for the upset. Give me a – and I like what Sam Hartman is doing, man, and I like what Freeman is doing as the head coach. I knew when he came last year that he was going to change some things for Notre Dame. Notre Dame has looked good since he has gotten there, and I think this is the – this is that signature win. I don't – he hasn't got it yet. But uh, this is that signature win for Notre Dame for him as a head coach. And it comes this Saturday as he beat Ohio State. And uh, really great points being made there. A lot of things I was going to kind of hit on. I mean, yeah, this is um, – I think this can be it. I think this could be, like you said, the signature win for him. I like Notre Dame in this a lot too. Sam Hartman, I mean, we, we've – We've watched over the years, you know, our team has played Notre Dame at Notre Dame. And then, you know, they, they've came and visited up a little home and home uh, kind of action. You know, we've seen uh, what Ian Book and uh, Deshaun Kaiser, you know, when all, all of them come in. I don't think either of those have been on the level that I feel like I like Sam Hartman at. Sam Hartman is, is, is a really good college quarterback. We'll see how he can go with NFL. A guy that I've been bought in on for a while now. He was also, you know, I talk about Spencer Rattler. He was also a guy that was on that QB1 show, the QB1 documentary. And man, it's hard not to like the dude. The dude was just a—he was a really good kid on that show. Is really good character, good good talent. Um, went to Wake Forest, did pretty good there. Lit, you know, lit it up. They had a great offense while he was there. Um, yeah, battled some injury stuff. Um, you know, and crazy to think, you know, had he chose—I don't know—the rumor was Alabama to go to. Where would where would these discussions be today? Would we see Alabama losing, you know, this game to this past game to Texas? Will we be seeing them lose, you know, have a bad win against USF? I don't think so. I think he does change that season for them. And I think he's going to change this season for Notre Dame. Notre Dame's already a pretty decent team around him. Um, I like the culture that they built there, uh, that Freeman has built there. Um, he's a defensive guy. So I think he's going to, you know, get some stuff going to to make this this game something. I mean, he's going to have to try to bottle up Marvin Harrison. We all know that. Um and we're just going to see what he comes to. I, I think he's had the time to kind of look at he's, – he's had the the fortune, the good fortune of going ahead and being able to look ahead a little bit. I mean, they have played NC State, you know. Um, you know, they have played Navy. But, I mean, obviously along that way, you have to already be kind of circling this one, right, and working on how are we going to uh, approach this game. How are we going to scheme this one up to win this one? And I, I think they're going to come with something. I think they're going to come with something that's going to be able to – to get this game to to play into their hands a bit. And I think they now have the offense that I think we can trust to put up points behind that defensive action. Um, hard not to like them with three points at home. I know. Probably a tough, tough tough place to play, you know. And they're riding high. They're 4-0. I think the fans are going to get pretty loud. Golly, it's hard not to pick them. And so I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to – we're going to agree for this one. I like Notre Dame here. Right. <laughs> I like Notre Dame here. I'm going to go right. with them. And it, it pains me to say it uh, because, you know, our feelings toward Notre Dame. We don't I know, really yeah. them, but I know you don't like Notre Dame. I have, I have to finally respect them a bit. They actually yeah. are backing up what they're, what they're talking. So, 
I kind of have to respect it. I, I don't know. Yep. Give me Notre Dame. I like him. Brian Kelly's no longer there. That little yeah. skeeve. You know, so, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so they, oh, that makes man. it a little better. But, uh, but I, yeah, oh, give me the name. I was going to – did you see that video Urban Meyer talked about with Georgia and Michigan scheduling? No, I want to hear that. I want to hear it. I saw somebody oh. talk about it, but, I, I mean, I, I heard somebody mention it. I didn't hear it, though. Go ahead. Well, basically, he just, you know, trashed Georgia. He was like – you know, he's like the team in Ann Arbor, you know, look at the scheduling these guys do. You know, they they do these schedules so they can have easy, you know, pathways to the playoffs, you know, because he's like he's crediting Ohio State for playing Notre Dame or crediting, you know, his all these teams playing the out-of-conference schedule. And I'm like, and he got mad, at, you know, like, look at Georgia, you know, they're playing, look at their schedule this year, you know, and then people in the comments were like, bro, you know, Oklahoma – that we had Oklahoma, but they had to stop Oklahoma because we wouldn't get our home and home. You know, that's like, well, what about Alabama and Texas? Well, that's the reason why Alabama and Texas played because they finished their home and home this year. So, like, mm. and these people want to, you know what? You know, it's, it's so funny, Tyler, because they talk about our scheduling at the beginning of the season. They don't talk about how the path of going through the schedule actually went. If we went through and we beat everybody by 50, I would agree with you. Yep, we didn't play a soul. But guess what? We know most of the time going through the schedule, it ain't going like that. Because how many years have we went through? How many? I think people forget about the revisionist history. All them years, Alabama, Clemson ain't playing a soul. Or they ain't. play somebody that's ranked. You know, like the, the year they Terrible. beat USC that everybody brings up where they were like acting like they're dogs or whatever. Yeah. That wasn't a good – that was not a good USC team. That was not a good, USC, not team. A good USC team. Didn't they, like six and six? Didn't they finish like six and six, five and yeah, seven? It was like bad. That. It was bad. Like, you know, they scheduled people that had the name brand behind it but weren't – and they had a ranking beside it, but it really – Louisville. Yes. Like, stuff I, – I mean, I just – I don't know. But, yeah, See, I get what you're saying. That's, that's what I'm talking about. It's like – and they're like, we were good at the time. Okay. And, like, yeah. we're talking about the schedule of now. Like, you can't get mad at us because how many times did Georgia have to play? We played a lot of tough games, man. We played a lot of tough games. And I don't – and we've never – look, because we weren't winning – well, we were winning games, but because we weren't winning championships, it was never a schedule problem for us. Oh, it was never a schedule. It was never – oh, y'all ain't play. It was – I had never heard that out of a Georgia schedule. I had never heard that yeah. until you start winning. Well, man, look at – because – Especially mm -hmm. last year, man, look who you're playing. What? Uh, Even our first year. They kept talking about, you know, we had the number one ranked defense and everything. Well, y'all defense looked that good because you ain't playing nobody. What? Well, 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 we never had – we have never, ever, no, ever had – really I've, I've never had to argue about our schedule. I've never had to argue about our schedule until this year, until these yeah. last two years, ever. I've never – I was like, this is crazy to me. Because all these years I've been watching Georgia, all these years I've been watching Alabama and Clemson and all these boys, they had bad schedule. It used to piss me off watching guys yeah. like them, like Clemson make the playoffs Clemson, every year. Yeah, Clemson was atrocious, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Their best game would be North Carolina, Syracuse. Come mm. on. Like, get, these guys make me mad. Well, I, I get hot. <laughs> I, oh, like, I got you. I'm right there with you, my man. I'm right there with you. Um. So, hey. I don't know where you at. Where are you at on your schedule, man? Are you uh, you got to get going for some training? Um, I do got training at seven. I do seven. Oh, okay. So I mean, I guess we can hit on a little NFL then. Why don't we? We can have a little yeah. longer show if you want to. Okay. Um, uh, so 
take me through some of uh some of the things you noticed in NFL, maybe some games that you saw that um that kind of stuck out to you. I mean, I guess you can hit us off with we could talk about that um Cleveland and Pittsburgh game. Um, you know, that that had some big ramifications, obviously your Steelers being in it. But um Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb going down, man. What what were your thoughts coming from this game? Man, that was sad to see. Um, that injury yeah. was brutal. It was. Um, you know, it's it's very similar. You know, I've I seen a few people getting mad at Minka Fitzpatrick because of the hit he he caused it. And I'm like, everybody hits these running backs low. You know, especially a guy like Chubbs who's going to run you up. I mean, it's a part of the game. Granted, look, that's the that's the part of the game that we don't we don't like. We don't mm-hmm. like but what we do about it because it's it's it is a part of it. You know, I said the same thing a little bit like with Colorado, Colorado State, when that linebacker hit Travis Hunter. Granted, no. was that a bad hit? Yes. He did not need to do that. No. Now, the other thing is, though, he hit him in his chest. It's not like he hit him in the head, for one. Two, it is a part of football, man. Like, it's it's just the way for – I mean, if they want to talk about that's a dirty hit, let me go take you to the early 2000s, late 90s, yeah. late 80s. Let me show you some football, you know, like, mm. I mean, yes, it wasn't dirty. Yes, it wasn't necessary, but we can't, we can't get here and like, and go acting crazy because of the ramifications of like, obviously the meaning of the game, obviously what he playing on Colorado and come on, man, people like to bring up the race, white linebacker hitting. Oh, a black, yeah, black yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, man. Dion I mean, had to come out and kind of come to his rescue a little bit. He was getting like death yeah. threats and stuff like that. I so. know, man. That's so unnecessary. That's so unnecessary. Uh, so, you know, and, and that's the thing. Minka's getting flack on that because of him hitting. And I'm like, it's a part of the game, man. You know, obviously we don't ever wish for that. But if there was no injury, guess what? Then you wouldn't be talking. You know, it's just a part yeah. of the game. And plus, we can't hit in the head no more. You know, hitting in the head is – you even come close, you automatically get in there 15 yards, and I don't like that. You know, I already don't like that anyway. So, I, I, I'm not I'm not a fan. But the, but the game in itself, Steelers did not look good offensively. I mean, uh, they did not look good at all. I'm sorry. Uh, them boys are struggling. Steelers are struggling. But, uh, but I will say George Pickens had a phenomenal game. He made a he lot did. of people. He had a really good game, but overall, our offensive looked bad the last two weeks, both against the 49ers now against the Browns. Uh, next week, we got to play the Raiders on Sunday night. The thing is, is like when you look at our schedule, we got a schedule where we can't come up on a good side of like the next two. Like we can beat the Raiders. It'll probably be another ugly game, but it's winnable. We got the Texans, another game that we should win, but it's going to be probably ugly. And then we play the Ravens. And, you know, like I can see the Steelers. I I, I think the Steelers win at least like seven to eight games, maybe. But we're going to struggle this year, man. Um, yeah, I, it's I not looking as good as I kind of thought it would. Me neither. I, I was not. And, I'm, and another person, I'm not on the other side of the ball. Well, other team uh, for the Browns. I'm not. I've not been impressed with Deshaun Watson. No, he did either himself, man. Uh, oh he struggled a lot. He has struggled a lot, and um, you know, now with the going of Nick Chubb, we're gonna see how good he really is, man. Mm-hmm. For real. Um. Yeah. You know, speaking of the the Steelers, um, you know, offensive woes. You know, I brought it up in the chat. I, I can't remember exactly what you said. Obviously, I got to bring it up whenever I can. But Najee Harris. Good lord, and, no, and, and you can't even blame it all on the offensive line. He has look, he has not looked as fast. Like to yeah. me, he don't look the same. 
you look at him versus Warren, to me, I mean, be honest with you, because it ain't just me. There's a ton of people like it's all over Twitter. You know, Warren yeah. should be the one getting the ball is what a lot of folks are saying. He looks more explosive. He's doing more with the ball. What do you say, Tori? You said this at the end of last year. You actually you made you brought this up at the end of last year. And I disagree with you. Um, I I thought because Najee was coming on late at the end of last year, but Warren was as well. Warren was more impactful with the ball in his hands than Najee was. Now we got in a whole nother season. Najee they're the first. Pretty much, they're pretty much splitting them 50-50 too. They are, and rightfully so, because Najee isn't getting any production when he gets the ball in his hands. I mean, he's getting tackled by the first guy. I mean, he's not even making the first guy miss anymore. Um, and that's just <sighs> – I don't know what it is, man. I really don't because if we had an established run game, I feel like it allowed Pickett to be a little bit more confident on his throws. But we don't have nobody to depend on. No. So, like, and it's not like our receiving core is all that great. I mean, we got a lot of young guys on the upcome, but man, we ain't got no receiving core that's crazy. So, take Johnson out. You, I mean, I mean, still got Allen Robinson and George Pickens. Yeah. Calvin Austin's looked okay ish. Pat yeah. Bryermuth. Yeah, haven't seen much. How, how's Darnell looked? I haven't been able to see a lot of Darnell Washington. He ain't no, played much. He ain't played much. They ain't man. even using him. I mean, they're they're using him to block, bring as much blocking as you kinda can. Like Georgia, yeah, like yeah. Georgia. But he, we missed it's been, been a struggle, man. It's been a struggle, man. It's been a struggle. We, so. we missed this behind over at UGA. I know that you'll be good. Um, another thing, let's talk about it because I know I always got to bring it up with Kobe. Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. They're looking good, dog. They're looking good. Um, and I'm eating my crow on it. I ain't going to lie. He's looking pretty good. I like some of these throws he's making. He's actually looking pretty solid. We'll see if it continues to last. I will say, um, you know, this past game, I think that was a little bit more tougher of a win and a little bit more um, indicator on how, how good he is as opposed to that freaking Tyreek Hill 200-yard game, whatever it was. That was just wild. <laughs> that was um, wild. Last yeah, Dolphins are looking pretty good. Uh, what do, what are you seeing with them? Um, with the Dolphins, I agree, man. Um, you know, with uh, Mustard, Raheem Mustard, uh, yeah. he looked he looked really good in this past game. Running game is good. I mean, they have the offense to keep things going, and they also got the defense, man. They can um, they can drop some points on you. Um, you know, we'll, we'll eventually probably get to them, but they're looking a little bit more like how the Chiefs were just what two years ago. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. They're able to like score at will if need be. And as Tua continue to learn to settle in a little bit more, they're gonna be hard and they're gonna become dangerous to beat, man. They're gonna be hard to beat. And I think they beat the Broncos this week. They then they play the Bills. That'll be a tough game. But be, yeah. It, it, it's some tough Always games. Fun seeing them two go against each other, you know, Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa. Those are good games. Now I'm already hearing the stuff already now that, you know. Tua's already better than Justin Herbert. He was never on the level of Tua. You sent, you sent that stuff. Yeah, I'm seeing it, but I don't. I would never say. I wouldn't say he ain't on the level. I think Herbert is dealing with a different receive. I mean, a different core and a different front office than what uh, Miami. I mean, people they're trying to actually help Tua. They're literally put, they have put Tua in the best position for him to win. That's why I bought. That's what I said before this year. I said if Tua don't get it this year now, because I know he had to deal with those mm -hmm. injuries. I said if he don't get it right this year. There's no more excuses. There are no more mm -hmm. excuses. He's doing right because he is literally – you want to talk about a position for somebody to not fail, he is in that position. I mean, he got it all in the running game. He got it all on offense, and they got him a solid defense. That They got a top, 
top ten defense. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna the Dolphins. You're good. You're fine. So, mm. Tua, you got to continue to keep getting these guys wins. But I, I, I'm I'm happy to see where they are. I mean, we're only on game three, so we still got some we got some ways to go. But we're gonna see where they uh end up. Yeah. Um. You mentioned them, the Chiefs. May as well touch on them a bit. Ugly, you know, first game, obviously losing. Uh, second game, started off a little bit on the struggle bus, able to pick it up. Um, I, I, the defense looked a lot better, though, uh, to me this past this past week. You know, Chris Jones being back in the mix. Um, do you still see this team being a Super Bowl, you know, like a lock to make the Super Bowl? I mean, I know we always like to think Mahomes is on there, so, yeah, you may as well. He should be a favorite to go there. Um, you know, what they build around him, Andy Reid all this kind of stuff, are you seeing anything different or do you think they still have what it takes to kind of replicate the success they had uh, this past season? Well, I'm going to tell you this. For one, the Chiefs right now, the Chiefs defense that look better than they have, I feel like, the last few seasons. Um, they look really good against the Lions, right? It was just the fact that when the Chiefs had the ball, they could do nothing with it, obviously, mm. because their main receiver – their best receiver in that game against the Lions was the running back. No, what's the name? Uh, what's the guy that kept dropping all those balls? Kadarius Tony. Tony. I mean, he was dropping. He was dropping catches left and right. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. And a lot of this stuff would have gave them extra opportunities. Would extended drives. Heck, they would even score on one of them. This man is dropping balls like crazy, and he still dropped a few against the Jaguars. So like. Mm-hmm. They got to clean some of that stuff up. They finally got Kelsey back. We saw what he he's doing. I think this offense just got to find a way to settle down. And we're talking about like a good like they got to play the Bears as well. I think they handled the Bears. We're talking about their struggles. They're gonna end up like two and one. Then they play the Jets. The Jets ain't got Aaron Rodgers. They'll play to go places, go on the road and beat them. Then they got the Vikings. Then Broncos. Then Chargers. Then Broncos again. They I mean those games they can lose some of those games. I'm not saying all those games are obviously a lock. They can lose some of those games, but. Those are very favorable games in every single one, and I can easily see the Chiefs, if staying healthy, continue to grow, yeah. they can end up seven and two, just like that. I mean, six and one or seven and one, just like that. Mm-hmm. So, there. So, in my opinion, I still like them as Super Bowl. <laughs> in my opinion, I still like them because until you prove me wrong about Mahomes, Mahomes, he has actually been playing well. He's actually been playing good. It's just his surrounding cast ain't helping them out a little bit. They are coming along. That Jacksonville team isn't a bad team. That Jaguars team is good. I think I like to see how they play for the rest of the season. But I think they beat a tough team yeah. on the road. You know, so to get a win like that on the road, I, I like what I see out of the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the Falcons. You know, what, 2-0 two, two now, right? 2-0. They're looking two and good. 2-0, running the ball, playing some defense, running the ball some more. Playing some defense, running the ball some more, running the ball some more. Yeah, I love to run the ball. Uh, that, that's if they can do that every game, they're gonna do it. Uh, people are upset, you know, Kyle Pitts is being wasted, he's not getting anything. You know, you know, why why did we even draft him if we're not even gonna use him? You know, I did see them target him, you know, on this past weekend. Um, yeah, they targeted him, they, yeah, they targeted him a lot. He just wasn't always there. Drake London actually came through, had a little bit of a game, passing game ain't gonna be where it's at. I'm still not a huge believer in Desmond Ritter. I don't think he's really that dude. I think you need to go get yourself a real quarterback here at some point. But right now, they've, they've, they're they winning games. they got a little recipe for success going. Bijan looks good. Tyler Algier even looks pretty solid. Offensive line looks pretty good. Defense has been doing all right. I don't know, man. I think that um, that pick we had on um, 
Falcons to win in the NFC South. I think it's it's starting to look pretty decent. You know, they beat the Panthers in division, um, you know, uh, opponent, and then um, this past weekend, who was it they beat? They beat um, the Packers. Packers, pretty good win right there. Um, good game. They, yeah, and Jordan good game. for the Packers. He looks really good. Yeah, Jordan Love ain't been too bad. And then, uh, I mean, outside of that, you know, the people competing against you in division, Carolina, you may as well go mark them out. They're going to finish at the end. Tampa Bay. They've they been actually, looking good. 2-0. They've actually looked all right. They've actually yeah. looked all right. They're, they're signs of life. Baker Mayfield's, you know, doing some stuff. And then, like you said, New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints, did they win their last game? Are they 2-0 now? They did. They're 2-0. That's right. That's right. They beat the Panthers this past week, and then they beat – the Raiders, I want to say first week. Uh-huh. They beat the Raiders. So, no, Titans. 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 That's it. That's right. And that was a tight game. That was Titans. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they looked all right. You know, Derek Carr's actually doing pretty good. Michael Thomas looks to be, you know, I'm not gonna say his normal self because you know, I'm used to the explosiveness with him, but he's making a ton of catches. Alave's doing pretty good. They oh, don't yeah. have any running backs right now, though. No, I mean, all of them hurt. All oh. of them are hurt. All <laughs> of them are hurt. So that's something going against him. I the reason why I know that because of my fantasy. I had one of them, and I'm like, I can't find yeah. nothing. Jamal Williams. Yeah, Jamal Williams. You know, of course, they, they'll have Kamara coming back after this week. So that, that'll help them out. But, I mean, if you're the Falcons, you got to be feeling pretty good about your chances coming out of this division, I feel like. I agree with you, man. I, I 100% agree with you. You're looking at the division. I mean, they look like the best team coming out right now. Um, Falcons are looking good. I mean, look, they're winning the close game. You know, as we saw last week against um, um, uh, Green Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. They got to play the Lions this week. That's a tough game on the road. That's a tough game. You know, Lions, yeah. Lions have a solid defense. They got, you know, Jared Goffin playing some really good football. So that's a good win. If they go on the road, beat the Lions, then do international series uh, game week, then go and beat the Jaguars, wherever they're playing them at. I don't know where they're playing them at. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Wembley Stadium, so it's in London. That's so right, London. They go to London and beat the Jags, man, then – we're going to see a good Falcons team, man. Like, this this is going to be interesting. You know, we're going to see what the Falcons – look, just as much as it is in college football, it's very similar right now in NFL. No real leading team out there. <laughs> they ain't no – I don't know. You asked me to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I said I, I picked the Chiefs, but I'm not locked in on them right now, to be honest with you. They ain't, yeah. ain't look the best. The Bills ain't look the best. No, I mean da- Dallas and Philly have looked pretty good. Dallas, I mean, da- Dallas, Dallas, Dallas had some bad news today. I mean, while we've been here on the show, Trevon Diggs out for the season now with a torn ACL, so that will hurt them a little bit. Phillies look pretty good, but they're still not looking like they're you know full uh, self from last year. You got AJ Brown complaining about his usage. Um, what about the Ravens? The Ravens, yeah, they haven't looked too bad. I mean, obviously they lost their. You know, starting running back. You know, they've been kind of commi- doing this thing by committee, bringing in Kenyon Drake now to kind of be a part of that committee. Um, I'm not fully sold on them still all the way yet. I mean, one team I'm very, I'm very, I hate it for them, and I, we haven't really been able to talk about it. But the Jets, that and I watch, you know, we were, I was watching it when it happened. Aaron Rodgers tearing that Achilles out. We didn't, we haven't been able to really speak on that yet. But that 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 really sucks because you know yeah. you had a lot of people actually picking them to come out of the division. Being mm-hmm. you know with that defense, Aaron Rodgers being able to lead that offense, I um, I know man. that just that just really sucks. That and really they had the team to do. I, I felt like with Rod- I would have loved to see Rodgers with those boys because they have a lot yeah. of good games. I would have loved to see them play the Chiefs. They were playing the Chiefs on uh, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would have to play the Eagles this year. They had to play the uh, Chargers and Falcons. Send Rodgers and the Falcons. You know they have a good little rivalry and. 
man, and obviously Aaron Rodgers and Tua and the Dolphins games, those Jets and Dolphins game that twice twice a year. I, I was very interested into seeing it, but they said he got a surgery that could potentially bring him back for the playoffs. That is it. So what they're saying, Aaron Wilson can get them to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, the one team I will bring up, you brought about, you know, there's no real one team that I think, but I, if there was right. one team I had to bet on, there's one team, yeah, one team I had to bet on. They're playing tonight. That's and that, you know, we're recording this on Thursday, uh, November 20 or September 21st. I don't know where my brain's at today, but the San Francisco 49ers, I like what I've seen from them. They actually look really good offensively, defensively. I, I like everything about it, man. I actually do think I would favor them right now. I, I love the way that team looks. You know, a lot of people slept on Brock Purdy. They said they did not think Brock Purdy was going to come back and have that type of season like he has had last year. They play tonight, and yes, I agree with Tyler. Bro, if you want to talk about somebody coming out of the NFC, 49ers is the real deal. And the 49ers was the real deal last year, but some people didn't think that Brock Purdy getting hurt made a difference which I slick disagree with because I thought he could have helped. I didn't, I didn't think they were going to beat that Eagles team. Like the Eagles were really good last year. Really good. Yeah. But I thought a 38, what was it? 38 to three, something like that. 38 to mm. 10. Something like that. It wouldn't have been that, that, that would have not been a score. I, I, I guarantee you that. Yeah. And I really do believe the 49ers, they look really good, man. I mean, they got the jobs at home. Then they got the Cardinals. Then they got the Cowboys, bro. That's going to be the game is October the 8th. That'll be a fun game. That's the game. Heck, I'll be cutting weight and I'll be watching that game. Oh. So, uh, October the 8th, two days before the fight. Cowboys and 49ers, that's the game to watch. Uh, last couple things here, last couple thoughts. Um, big, big disappointments. Um, you can't you can't say disappointment without mentioning the Cincinnati Bengals. You're, you're in division rival. They have looked terrible. Good Booty. lord, it, it could be getting worse. Burrow having a calf, you know, issue. Um, you know, some other ones uh, that have looked pretty bad. The Giants, we just mentioned them; they have not looked good. Uh, the Rams have kind of overperformed to me. I didn't think the Rams would be looking as good as they have. They've been pushing teams and actually staying in game. They were in there with the 49ers. I did not think that was going to be that good of a game, but they're yeah. keeping it together. Um, any closing thoughts you got here on NFL before we close the show up? Um, you know, not not really, man. Like you said. Um, just been a really open season. I mean, look, it's gonna be open. It's only been two games. Like, it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah, uh, excited. I'm sad. I'm excited. Football is back. I haven't been able to watch as much because I've just been dialed in training and oh, things. Yeah. But, um, no, definitely when the season ends, I'm actually gonna probably take some trips to go watch some games and uh, <laughs> like uh, just, just just enjoy it a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Football season's back. I'm I'm enjoying a lot of these games, and, and I'm definitely excited for college. Uh, college got a lot of good storylines right now, man. You know, it's it's good to see. I think in the next coming weeks, we're gonna see a lot about who is who and who is what. Uh, but I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this college football season, man. We gotta. We definitely need you going to UAB game and things. So yeah, that should- yeah, that'll be fun. I'll, it'll be fun to see it in person. I've never been to a night game. I want to experience that. That and it was a good deal. So I was like, all right, we'll do it. So we'll do it. All right. Then. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, thank you guys so much for listening in. This was a little bit of a longer one. I'm glad we were able to do some catching up. Had a little time. Be, yeah. Had, had to talk about some things that, you know, we've been holding back and um, this was really good. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to all of you guys that have tuned into the live stream. Um, if, if you're listening on podcast um, or if you're out there, you know, feel free to listen to us on any podcast platform there is out there, Spotify, Apple podcast, really anywhere podcasts are located. 
Uh, if you want to support the show, um, go to our um, our uh, the description in the podcast link here. Go to the link tree, and then uh, you can click on any ways you can support us financially, or you know, just following us on our social media channels, anything like that. But thank you guys once again for listening, in, and we'll see you next time. Boom boom.